Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 21, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Well, welcome back, everyone. Good afternoon, and I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Good afternoon, Dave. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Marvin, I hope you're well rested after the weekend. Oh, I am, Dave. I am as fresh as a proverbial daisy. Great. I am as relaxed as a ram. I am as at peace as a pony. I am as calm as a caribou. Okay, Marvin, I get it. And it's just as well, because it's Monday, and you know what that means. Oh, Dave, I'd forgotten. It's recap day. What have we heard the Bible say? Let's remember, it's recap day. Okay, Marvin, so four weeks of stories to get into 60 seconds. Can we do it? Oh, of course we can. Let's go. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so God made everything, and it was perfect, and then we messed it up. Yep, and God promised to send someone who would put it right. Yep, sin got worse, Cain killed Abel, Noah's Ark, flood, ah! Then the rainbow and the promise, no more floods. Okay, then came Abraham, more promises and circumcision. Abraham had Isaac, and then he was asked to sacrifice Isaac up a hill. Remember, that was a big clue pointing to Jesus. Yeah, then Isaac grew up, he gets a wife, Rebecca. They have twins, Esau and Jacob. Yep, those twins grew up. Jacob kind of steals his brother's birthright and his father's blessing, and then he has to run away. Yeah, and then he saw God in a dream, and then he travelled a bit further, and he found some relatives. That's right, so he worked for seven years to marry Rachel, but Laban, her dad, tricked him, uh, and he marries Leah instead. Yeah, then he worked seven more years to marry Rachel, and then they get married too. Yep, so Jacob has this big family, he gets lots of sheep, and God tells him it's time to go home. Yeah, but he's scared. Jesus changed his name to Israel... And then Esau forgives him. Hooray! So Jacob has lots of sons, and one of them, Joseph, really annoys his brothers. Hey, we did it! We did. Good work, Marvin. Okay, but we'd better get to today's reading. Now, like we just said, we finished up last week with Joseph's brothers being really angry with him because he kept telling them all about his dreams. Oh yeah, those dreams where they all had to bow down to him. That's right. Okay, so let's hear what happened next. Today, our friend Nikki is going to read for us. Oh, hi Nikki! Hi guys, today our reading is from Genesis chapter 37, verses 12 to 36. Joseph is sold. Joseph's brothers had gone to take care of their father's flocks near Shechem. Israel said to Joseph, As you know, your brothers are taking care of the flocks near Shechem. Come, I am going to send you to them. All right, Joseph replied. So Israel said to him, Go to your brothers, see how they are doing. Also see how the flocks are doing. Then come back and tell me. So he went away from the Hebron Valley. Joseph arrived at Shechem. A man found him wandering around in the fields. He asked Joseph, what are you looking for? He replied, I'm looking for my brothers. Can you tell me where they're taking care of their flocks? They've moved on from here, the man answered. I heard them say, let's go to Dothan. So Joseph went to look for his brothers. He found them near Dothan, but they saw him a long way off. And before he reached them, They made plans to kill him. Here comes that dreamer, they said to one another. Come, let's kill him. Let's throw him into one of these empty wells. Let's say that a wild animal ate him up. Then we'll see whether his dreams will come true. Reuben heard them talking. He tried to save Joseph from them. 
Let's not take his life, he said. Don't spill any of his blood. Throw him into this empty well here in the desert, but don't harm yourselves. Reuben said that to save Joseph from them. He was hoping he could take him back to his father. When Joseph came to his brothers, he was wearing his beautiful robe. They took it away from him. They threw him into the well. The well was empty. There wasn't any water in it. Then they sat down to eat their meal. As they did, they saw some Ishmaelite traders coming from Gilead. Their camels were loaded with spices, lotion and myrrh. They were on their way to take them down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What will we gain if we kill our brother and try to cover up what we've done? Come, let's sell him to these traders. Let's not harm him ourselves. After all, he's our brother. He's our own flesh and blood. Judah's brothers agreed with him. The traders from Midian came by. Joseph's brothers pulled him up out of the well and they sold him to the Ishmaelite traders for eight ounces of silver. Then the traders took him to Egypt. Later, Reuben came back to the empty well. He saw that Joseph wasn't there and he was so upset that he tore his clothes. He went back to his brothers and said, The boy isn't there. What should I do? Then they got Joseph's beautiful robe. They killed a goat and dipped the robe in the blood. They took the robe back to their father. They said, We find this. Take a look at it. See if it's your son's robe. Jacob recognised it. He said, It's my son's robe. A wild animal has eaten him up. Joseph must have been torn to pieces. Jacob tore his clothes. He put on the rough clothing people wear when they're sad. Then he mourned for his son many days. All Jacob's other sons and daughters came to comfort him, but they weren't able to. He said, I will continue to mourn until I go down into the grave to be with my son. So Joseph's father mourned for him. But the traders from Midian sold Joseph to Potiphar in Egypt. Potiphar was one of Pharaoh's officials. He was the captain of the palace guard. Thanks, Nicky. Wow, they really took that pretty far, huh? They sure did. Hmm. That was even worse than getting hoofed in the snugglers. It was. It was a terrible thing they did. They sold their own brother. And he went from one day living at home with his family to the next day being dragged away to a foreign country where he didn't know anyone and he'd have to be a slave. Gosh, I don't think I can even imagine what that must have felt like. You know, I'm not sure any of us can. But here's the thing. It probably felt like God had forgotten Joseph or had left him, or had let him down, or didn't care about him. In fact, Joseph might even have wondered if God even existed when such a terrible thing had been allowed to happen. But even though Joseph maybe didn't feel it, we'll see that God was still with him, was still looking after him and guiding him. He was still working out his plan for Joseph. Yeah, Dave, you know, sometimes when I'm in church singing or praying, well, sometimes it feels like God is right there beside me. Yeah, that's great, Marvin. And he is, he's right there. Yeah, but then some other times it's like I can't feel him there at all. Yeah, I think we all have times like that, Marvin. But I'm very glad to say that God is way bigger and way more trustworthy than our feelings. Our feelings change 50 times a day. But no matter what we're feeling, God hasn't changed. Not one bit. And neither have his promises. Okay, so whether I feel him there beside me or not... Yep, he's still right there. If you're a Christian, if you've asked Jesus to wash away your sin, God will never leave you or forsake you. He is always right there. Oh, that's great, Dave. It is. So today, kids, thank God that no matter what happens to us, and no matter how those things might make us feel, he is always the same. He is 
always with us. He is always for us. And that will never, ever change. Okay, Marvin, I think that's a pretty good spot to end for today. So we'll say goodbye and we'll see everyone tomorrow. Okay, bye everyone. Goodbye, we'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh. Adams.